My name is Jackie Lamport. Today is Friday, September 3rd. Welcome to the Capital Daily Podcast. Today on the show. That's our job really is to definitely walk alongside, but also provide the right containers so that they actually see themselves for who they really are. The Bridges for Women Society is offering women with trauma the ability to gain control over their lives and navigate them towards success in their personal and professional endeavors. And best of all, it's free. Today we learn more about the program and the impact it has on the people that go through it. Today's Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by Pally Pally Paddleboards Rentals. They provide an experience, a memory, and a service that they guarantee will leave you with a smile. Book a paddle today at pallypaddle.com. That's P-A-L-L-I paddle.com. And if you want to help support the podcast, the best thing that you can do is to rate and review on the app that you're listening to right now. And uh, also check out our membership opportunity for all Capital Daily readers and listeners, which you can do at capitaldaily.ca slash member. The employment program at Bridges for Women Society offers women who self-identify as having experienced trauma, violence, abuse, or neglect to reclaim their personal and professional lives. Today, we learn more about the Bridges for Women employment program with Patricia Rousen, the interim executive director of Bridges for Women. Before we speak to her, however, we hear from a woman named Teresa who went through the program in 2009. She said the program gave her self-esteem and she was no longer afraid for her future. The program really builds you up. That's that's how I found the EP program because, like I said, I started being really down and depressed and really scared about my future. And when I graduated, I had self-esteem and I felt good about myself. Like, you know, they really make you feel you are. We're all, everybody on this planet is a worthwhile person has gifts to offer people in the world. She also says she wishes the program was available for everyone, everywhere. I really wish that there could be a Bridges in every Canadian city. I really do. Well, cities all over. I shouldn't just say Canada, but cities all over the world for women. or And one for men, too, actually, because men also experience trauma as boys. So I would like to see you know, that type of thing develop uh, in the future for more people who have come through different traumatic situations in their lives. And now we speak to Patricia Rosen, the Interim Executive Director of Bridges for Women. Patricia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jackie. Can you first tell me what exactly Bridges for Women is? Sure. So Bridges for Women's Society um, is an organization, um, we're located in Victoria, of course, and, and that provides support services for women who've experienced trauma. So healing and support. And um, also it has this other component of helping women work towards self-sufficiency. Awesome. And when did it get started? So it's been around since 1988. It was founded by five women. We call them the founding mothers, and uh, three of whom are still around. 
and, um, and, and we're still in contact with. And they had this vision, they had this real understanding that what was happening for women is that because of financial reasons, they were returning to situations which were unsafe for them and their children. And so they understood this real strong linkage between healing, the need for healing, but also this idea of creating something for their future as well. How do women qualify for your programs? So there's a um, few ways, like um, our program is funded um, under advanced education skills and training, and they um, provide the core funding for it. People are, um, how they qualify is they've, they have experienced trauma and their, their goal is towards employment. So some people, they may need education before they need employment, but their ultimate goal is working towards employment. And then we go, we have an intake process. And so um, we'll talk about like the various aspects of it and, and what, what is involved in, in being in, in the program. The program actually is six months long. Yeah. And, um, and, and while pe- people are attending the group, they also receive um, counseling. I also read that you focus on being inclusive to all types of women. Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. To anyone who identifies as, as a woman. Yeah. And before we get super specific about the employment program, what other kinds of programs do you offer? Great, thanks. We, we have an online program so we, um, that you can do um, that is Moodle-based. <laughs> that Moodle thing. Yes. So that's number, that's number one. And we also offer Indigenous programming. And so there's a cultural component to that as well. So that's, that's used for, you know, settling and really, you know, yeah, using tools for a healing process as well. Now let's talk about specifically about the employment program. How does it work? What are some of the main features of it? So our, our six-month program, it, at the beginning, we really f- focus on, well, settling nervous systems for sure, but also um, really looking at the impacts of trauma, how it, has it affected people, and then developing some tools and some understanding around boundaries and assertiveness, those kind of things. As people move along in the program, then we do career exploration, you know, what, what might be a good career fit. And then we move into um, topics like um, how to build a resume, how to do an interview. One of the other cool things that we do at Bridges is that we we get the community involved. So we actually have women um, out there in various professions who come in and tell their stories of the careers where they they go to. Sometimes we do like job fairs. Um, we've actually gone go out to um, employer employer um, places as well uh haven't been doing that in the last year and a half as you can imagine and uh but yeah so there's various components to it so really providing a real place where people can feel um really connected and to to the community and mm-hmm. I, I think there also is something else that i want to talk about because we're, we're resurrecting another program that we have that's called um the mentorship program okay so this is for people who are who are completed the program and um, they could still use support. So we have volunteer mentors in the community who work one-on-one with, with uh, clients towards their employment or our future goals. Mm. Okay. So people who go through this program, they can continue to receive support even after. Awesome. 
If you think about a continuum of, of support for women, so when when a person when a woman's leaving um, a situation like domestic violence, that would be the first stage, and so they would be um, getting supports like you know housing and all that kind of stuff, or uh, um, or stability. I want to say. And then the next phase um, is second stage, and that is housing. So bridges would be considered like a third stage. So women have already, you know, done a lot of stability in their life, and then they move towards something more sustaining, I guess I want to say. Yeah. We'll take a quick break here for a word from our sponsor. Today's Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by Pally Pally Paddleboards Rentals. If you haven't tried paddleboarding or didn't get a chance to get out this summer, they're open in September for rentals. They've gotten over 5,000 people on the water in Victoria over the past four years. When you book a paddle, they offer a complimentary Pally Pally pre-paddle lesson given by their certified instructors. They also have free demos every Saturday starting at 9 a.m. at their Thetis Lake Rental Center and Store. Paddleboarding is a sport everyone can enjoy. It's low impact, good for all ages, and a great way to get some exercise and be out in nature. Book a paddle today at pallypaddle.com. That's P-A-L-L-I paddle.com. Now, you'll often get a lot of people who have children, perhaps they're single mothers even. What kind of accommodations are made for those people? So we have, I want to say that we have a real big variety of people who come to Bridges. So some people who have lots of education and some people who don't so um and i want to say how much how much is our percentage maybe 30 percent are single parents mm-hmm. um, for women in general um the additional supports that we provide is child care transportation so they can attend the program yeah that's awesome and when we yeah when we met in person we all we would um often make meals for them those kind of things yeah so you're you're supporting because I think a lot of times the barrier for these kinds of programs for for women is that they can't make it work with their life. So you're bringing the program to their life and making them integrate a lot more smoothly. Yeah, and and really like really, and I want to say, Jackie, just tagging on to what you said, precisely knowing how the impacts of trauma have really affected their lives because it affects all parts of their lives, you know, from confidence, for sure, you can imagine that. And, um, but also some, some real practical things, you know, um, people may um, have withdrawn. And so even sort of getting that um, ability to kind of go out there in the world, or even showing up for a class is pretty profound. Yeah, yeah. What's it like for somebody who goes through this program? How, how, what's their journey like usually? It's, it really is quite quite fun to see um, some of this. One of the things that we do um, is that we have a graduating class, and then we have classes that are overlapping at the same time. So we'll have a class that is starting, and we introduce them to to each other. So the graduating class tells the um, the, the new class what they've learned about themselves since mm-hmm. they began the program, and it is fascinating. As they're doing that, they're looking at the people who just started and they can see themselves and how far they've come. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, uh, so that, and, and that's very cool. And we also go through um, a very big graduation process because 
many times people who've experienced trauma have had horrible endings. And so this is, we, we do a corrective experience in, in, our, um, in our graduations. And part of that is reflecting again on themselves and kind of, and, and what, you know, what their hopes and dreams and that kind of thing. And in that regard, they're, they're always like, so like, wow, I really am such a, you know, different person. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so much, there's so many possibilities for me now that I never really saw before. It really seems like the approach is to not only provide these resources, this learning experience, but also to make sure that people uh, kind of rehabilitate their entire personality and their experiences. Do you focus a lot on making sure that you're addressing the person and not just the skills that the person needs? Yeah. So, yeah. And and one of the things um, that we kind of like to say at Bridges, like we provide a container and this is so that so women can actually see for example what their gifts and talents are mm-hmm. at the beginning of the program you know we'll, we'll maybe ask them what are your gifts and talents and they say well I don't really have any <laughs> and it's like well actually you do but you they just can't be be able to see it so that's our job really is to definitely walk alongside but also provide the right container so that they actually see themselves for who they really are mm-hmm. and what's the lasting impact of that we hear all sorts of things like people who've come back like um come back to us and tell us years later that some of the things that they've they've really done they often want to reach out and help other women and they are doing that because they see that you know certainly I do see this too when we're when I'm at Bridges is that I'm here because of all the people who were here before me and so the metaphor for me is I really feel like I'm standing on the shoulders of those, even those founding mothers that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier, right? And um, and the women who go through the program, they see that as well, is that they, you know, they're part of that whole continuum. Mm-hmm. Is there a cost? There is no cost to the program. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So uh, are there ways for people who like the idea and want to support the program to donate or help out, or is this all funded from the government? It's we we do have funding from the government, um, and um, but we also get support um, for for um, we do fundraising. We actually do our own fundraising, but we also <laughs> have donations um, and a variety of donations. And people can if they go to our website, which is bridgesforwomen.ca, there actually is a donate button right at the top. And there also is um, lots on our website to talk about the programming that we do. Mm-hmm. We're we're very excited because we just launched our um, a, a workbook called um, Bridges to Healing, and um, so this is another way um, that maybe you know service providers in the community can work with people, and uh, and develop some of the same, use some of the same tools that we're using at Bridges. So, we're, so we're going to have our e store is going to be up later this week. So it's like, oh yeah, that's that's a wild and. Wow. And so later this week, so this is uh, Friday, people are going to be hearing this. Oh, yeah. It should be up right now. It should be up right now. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, I understand that you're also currently accepting applications for the West Shore program. That's right. Yeah. So what we we are planning our foray into back in person programming. Mm -hmm. And so that we have an office in the West Shore. 
and that's uh, where we intended to, intended to do it. And with the new measures that are coming out from the provincial health office, we've decided that we're going to do go back to online programming. But yes, we are we're recruiting now for that session, which will begin the last week in September. Perfect. Okay. Patricia, thank you so much for this. Thank you, Jackie. If you want to read more about the program and Teresa's experience, you can check out the article by Good News Letter editor Emily Fagan at CapitalDaily.ca. And if you want more good news in your inbox every single Friday, make sure to subscribe to the Good News Letter, which you can do at CapitalDaily.ca. And if you want to help support Capital Daily's local journalism and connect your business with our engaged and curious Greater Victoria audience of over 50,000, email our partnerships team at advertising at capitaldaily.ca. Thanks so much for listening today and this week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and a review and also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. We post new shows every Monday to Friday. My name is Jackie Lamport. This is the Capital Daily Podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.